This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to our Warning Television program. Also, if you're listening by radio, the Warning Program, welcome or watching on social media. We're in our college chapel here at World Ministries International, and this is a live audience. I'm speaking today on life is a vapor. Life is a vapor. I've heard people say, describing life, quote, here today and gone tomorrow, unquote. And that surely seems to be an accurate definition of life. In the film Gladiator, the owners of the Gladiator, Proximo, told his Gladiator slave Maximus, quote, We mortals are but shadows and dust. Shadows and dust, Maximus. Ultimately, we're all dead men. Sadly, we cannot choose how, but what we can decide is how we meet that end in order that we are remembered as men, unquote. Surely life is short, very short. How are you going to be remembered? Are you going to be remembered at all? By heaven? By man? And what type of men are you going to be remembered by? What are they going to say about you when you're gone? And make no mistake, Like Proximo said, ultimately, we're all dead men. In other words, on this side of heaven, this body finally is gone. It deteriorates. It's dead. And only the real life, the spirit within us, is eternal. James 4.14 Whereas you know not what shall be the morrow. For what is your life? Is it even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away? Psalm 103.15 As for man, his days are as grass, a flower of the field, so he flourishes. Grass, a flower in the field, in the spring, the tulips come up. In a month, they're gone. Grass comes up. Then it disappears into, instead of green grass, what looks like a hayfield or a dust bowl. One, choose to be remembered by God in heaven. And you have the choice how you live your life, 
What do you do with your life? It's your choice. Joshua 24, 15. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day who you will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Who do you serve? America's not serving God. They serve themselves many times in the name of whatever God they're serving. Whether it's nothing but humanism. Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Again, remember point number one is choose to be remembered by God in heaven. There is a God in heaven that is watching. Hebrews 11.6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith. The Bible says we're all appointed a measure of faith. Everybody has faith. What do you do with that faith? Romans chapter 1 tells us that intuitively, instinctively, innately, we know there's a God. And the evidence is overwhelming. But if we reject that knowledge, that evidence, we're turned over to a reprobate mind, a spirit of deceivableness to believe a lie. So then, instead of faith in God, you have faith in something else. Whether it's evolution, whether it's another religion, whether it's yourself, Many people say, I believe in God, but no, they don't. They trust in themselves. When trouble comes, no matter where they live around the world, do they seek God or do they just trust in themselves and make the logical conclusion on common sense? We better get out of here. Miracles never happen with your common sense. Peter would have never walked on water. The walls of Jericho would have never come down with common sense. I would have never gone into many countries, countries of genocide with common sense. Most denominations would have ordered me. Don't even try it. Do you trust in God or do you trust in yourself? Your common sense. 2 Thessalonians 1.9 Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power? Once again, remember Point number one, choose to be remembered by God in heaven. God is watching, God is judging. Romans 6, 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. How are we going to walk? Our vision of eternity determines how we walk. Do you believe you're going to give an account for every deed done in the body? If you do, you walk quite differently than one that doesn't. A lot of politicians obviously don't believe this. Lie, 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 lie. 
and continue to lie. If you want to see an example of lying, you should have watched the State of the Union. <laughs> Romans 6, 20 through 21. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Serving yourself, the end is death. Paul died a martyr's death, but the end thereof was life, eternal life. He gave up serving himself for the rewards on this earth, for rewards throughout eternity. Who do you serve and what are you serving for? What retirement plan? Or it doesn't pay enough to serve God full time. I've got to make my own way. Well, it's sad if God wants you to do something else because uh, you're not going to have very good eternal benefits. Oh, well, maybe you'll get there, maybe. I'm not God, but there's not going to be a lot of benefits. I did it my way. As that uh, famous immoral singer who had friends with a mafia used to sing. I did it my way. Very famous. But where is he now? Oh, blue eyes. Where is he? He's not doing it his way. Finally, he's given an account for every deed done in his mortal body. Acts 17.31. Because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. What's righteousness? The will of God. By that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. Who raised him from the dead? God raised Jesus from the dead. It's appointed unto man once to die and then stand before Almighty God to give an account for every deed done in the body. Why do I live my life the way I do? Why did I give up my career in law enforcement, in businesses? Because I have an eternal destiny. I know what God wants me to do. If I didn't believe in what I'm saying right now, I would have chosen a different path. I wouldn't have met any of you because in my 30s, I would have been a multimillionaire serving myself. I don't know what offspring I would have had. Selfish offspring? I don't know when you serve yourself. Galatians 6.8 For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap flesh. Corruption. But he that soweth through the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life eternal. Again, it is appointed unto man once to die. Everyone dies. We are dying the minute we're born. There's only so much days on earth one lives in his mortal body because it's corrupt, because of the wages of sin is death, thanks to Adam. Again, like Proximo told Maximus, ultimately we're all dead men. Number two, everyone dies. Hebrews 9.27, as it is appointed and the man wants to die, but after this, the judgment, the judgment. Revelation 20.11, and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. 
and there was no place for them. Everyone will stand before God. Everyone. You say, well, I, I've, I've repented. That's fine. You're going to stand before God anyway. And God's going to see how you've lived and what gifts he can give you or not. And I would say most Christians on that day will be terribly, terribly ashamed of the choices they made on earth. But it'll be too late. Your time of testing is over. How did you spend your life? What occupied your life? Well, I thought it was better if I made these career choices. I needed more money. Well, at that time, you wish you never made those career choices. But it's too late. Revelation 20:12, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Revelation 20:13 through 15. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death. And hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Every man, believer and non-believer. Say, I'm a Christian. Well, I hope you are. Ultimately, God will decide whether you said the sinner's prayer or whether you serve God. There is a difference between repeating words and living according to those words, where he's Lord and Savior, Master. That means you do what he wants. Last week I talked on the heresy that's being taught in churches. And Paul warned of wolves coming into the church and twisting the word of God and fleecing the flock. Why are we in a problem today? Because the flock has been deceived. By wolves, in collars and ties, and Rolex watches, and Mercedes Benz, and private air jets. Oh yeah, maybe I, we've named some of your most famous televangelists. I hope you see them in heaven. Because if you follow them, you might not make it to heaven. And death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whoever's name was not found written in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire. There are so many warnings. I wrote a book, The Signs of Judgment. So many warnings against pastors that fleece the flock. And the terrible consequences God has reserved for them. It's not heaven. 2 Corinthians 5.10 for me, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may give the account for the things done in his body. According to that, he hath done, whether it's good or bad. Whether it's good or bad. Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven... There's two judgments, one for a saint, one for a sinner. But make no mistake, you still will be judged according to the deeds done in the body. You're just not condemned to hell. That's not held against you. But what reward will you have? You still will be ashamed 
of wasting your time on earth when you should have been using for the kingdom of God, living for heaven, money and time. I really believe if Christians understood this is going to happen, they would change their life. I don't think most Christians listening to the word of God really believe what they read or hear. Their life would change. Don't you think your life would change? Are you going to understand you're going to give an account for everything you did? Most Christians are going to melt in shame when that day comes. Shame. You say, Pastor, you're making me feel bad. Good, repent. The answer is simple. Change your mind Well, there's time to change. Start to use from today on better decisions and choices how you use your time and money. Change now. We can change. We can repent until the spirit leaves the body and there's no more repentance. It's over. Then you're judged according to the word of God. Right now, there's grace. You can change. But when the spirit leaves the body, there's no grace. It's purely judgment. According to the righteous judge, and the grace period is over. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I prophesy unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, you that work iniquity. We said that point number one, Choose to be remembered by God in heaven. We said point number two. Everyone dies. Point number three. Why am I alive on earth? And what is the most important decision that I need to make? 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Do you love God more than you love this world? Some people retire and they have to move in a housing area by the golf course. Nothing's wrong with that unless you're making the wrong choice and that's not what God wants you to do. Then that golf is your idol and will also determine your destiny. What kind of reward you have? Because the Bible warns us, do not put an idol before God. So some people, maybe golf is their idol that will condemn them. Do you live for playing golf every day? Or do you live for souls? The kingdom, what is your, what's in your mind? What's in your heart? God doesn't care how good you are at putting a pig skin through a hoop. Even a monkey and a seal can be taught to do that. Oh my goodness, I can shoot the most threes. Big deal. Even a monkey and a seal can be taught to do that. A porpoise. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof, but they that do the will of the Father abides forever. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. In other words, serving yourself. Some people live for ice cream. 
It might taste good, but uh, if you live only for ice cream, you will die early in life. And I don't think that's what God intended you to do, is become a glutton. Amen? Amen. I like some ice cream, but not every day, not all day. Mark 12, 29 through 31. And Jesus answered, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And thou wilt love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, all your mind, all your strength. This is the first commandment. You know, that takes our entire being. I talk with an apostle. I've been with him the last few weeks, different parts. Dallas, here, other places. And uh, one apostle friend of mine, I said, where would you like to live if you weren't serving God, just serving yourself? He said, Montana. I said, you know, I could take Montana or Wyoming if I wasn't serving God. Get away from people and just have a good time hunting and fishing. But I am serving God, so that's not in my mentality to live for self, where I want to be, to enjoy life. I don't see it when I retire because I don't see any retirement program on earth that is allowed in the kingdom. Until you have won the world for Christ, we don't retire. Retire for what? What? Get fat and die? Because when you have nothing to live for, that's what happens. You die early. Or you die before your time. There has to be a reason for living. Why am I alive on earth? What is the most important decision I need to make? And the second is like, namely this, you'll love the, thy neighbor as yourself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Love your God, love your neighbor. In other words, how do you treat people? 1 John 4, 7 through 11. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son in the world, that we might live through him. Through him do we have eternal life, and only through Jesus do we have eternal life. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. He forgave us. Only he could forgive us. We can't forgive ourselves. You can't earn your way to heaven. Only God can give you eternal life. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. So again, life is a vapor. One was choose to be remembered by God in heaven. Two, everyone dies. And three, why am I alive on earth and what is the most important decision that I need to make? I'm alive to serve him and to love people. In conclusion, life is extremely short. I can remember when I was three years old jumping in a baby bed in church and in my bedroom. I remember at four going to the beach and throwing rocks at a thorn bush with my cousins and getting hit in the face as the rock came through the bush. Even though I was bleeding by the rock, I remembered getting spanked by my father because I wasn't supposed to throw rocks. At the time, I didn't think that was very fair. I'd already suffered. But if I would have obeyed him, I'd have never got hurt. 
I remember five years of age going to a four-square church in Limita, California, kindergarten where my father was pastoring and sleeping during my graduation. I remember flying to Hawaii where my father accepted the pastor to the Nalehu Assembly of God Church and going to school in Hawaii at six and seven and being called Howley by the Hawaiian children because my father or my brother and I were the only white boys in the school. I knew racism. Some people say, oh, you can't know. I knew. We fought every day in school to survive. We were howlies. I remember even taking my pocket knife out and having a sword fight with some of those Hawaiian boys. Yeah. You understand, John? Okay. <laughs> I remember ages seven through nine, living in San Pedro, California, attending school and having to fight against different races as whites were the minority in the school. I remember 10 through 12 years growing up and moving to Okanagan, where my father accepted being the pastor of the Okanagan Full Gospel Church. In Okanagan school, I lettered in table tennis and track. In ages 13 and 15, moved to Leitaw, where I lettered in football, wrestling, and track. I remember hunting dove, quail, pheasant, duck with my rat terrier dog named Black Ear. I could go on and on to this day every single year. How are you going to spend your life through eternity? Life is short. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.